Well, hello, ECAN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the Outlap Podcast, episode number 55. It's April the 11th, 2023. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, as always here, as we get set to head to another event on the EKN trackside uh, calendar for 2023. This, of course, the Outlap, our preview podcast, will kind of kick off the coverage that we'll have throughout the weekend of the final round of the 2023 Challenge of the Americas. We're heading to Sonoma Raceway. The event April 14th, 15th, and 16th this coming weekend. This edition of the Outlap presented by Comet Cart Sales. History, success, family. These are three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside Indianapolis and has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in their near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, and they are continually adding new parts to the product line. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. All right, David, I came out of the gate and said that we're going to the Challenge of the Americas this weekend, heading up to Sonoma Raceway for the final round. Uh, rounds five and six, actually, of the six-round championship, three weekends, all doubleheaders. 16th edition of this championship began all the way back in 2008. Yeah, excited to get what is the final piece of the winter puzzle that yeah. is the 2023 season. Because again, Challenge of the America has always been the winter West Coast, the premier winter West Coast uh, series and championship, uh, bringing in drivers from all across the country, across North America. And yeah, it, Sonoma been the the finale place the 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 last uh hurrah for the for the series for a number of years uh and it's probably the latest we've been there like i think this is like the weekend that the excuse pro tour actually began back in 2010 i think you're probably right yeah. so uh so again yeah a little bit of a later push because they started in february ran march in, in phoenix and now april for sonoma you know obviously due to easter you can't not very good to have races on the Easter weekend. So in the first weekend in April was a little booked up as well. So just the way the cookie crumbles and the schedule lays out again, Andy Saisman trying to do the best he can to not be on top of other programs and, and find a schedule that fits. And, you know, while the, the pre-entry might not show it, I think we're going to end up with a, a very similar turnout to what we've seen in the previous two events. Yeah, a lot of walk-ups we're expecting. I, I sent a, uh, one message off to uh, one team owner knowing there's at least one or two, maybe even more coming out of his camp as well. But indeed, as you had said, uh, this is the traditional capper to the Challenge of the Americas, the finale here in Sonoma. Sometimes it's been pouring rain, other times a little better. But again, moving into April, as you had said, a February, March, April approach to the schedule this year for Andy Saisman and everybody at FTK Promotions with the Challenge. A bit different, starting later in the season, of course, ending uh, here in mid-April, and as David said, really the, the final component of the winter programs that we've had on both East and West Coasts. Uh, David, uh, give us a chat about the weather. I really, I haven't had a chance to even look at my phone on it. What are we looking at for the weather this coming weekend? Yeah, highs in the upper 60s right now. Uh, well, at least when I wrote this, uh, it looks like the the, the weather is going to be a pr pretty perfect weekend uh, for being not only in Northern California but Sonoma and at the Sonoma Raceway. You know, as you said, rain's kind of always been an issue, but, you know, as of right now, 11% on Sunday is the highest percentage uh, right now that we have precipitation. So. Yeah, super comfortable temperatures too, right? <laughs> Highs in the mid to high 60s uh, on Saturday and Sunday, a little cooler on Friday. It looks like it could be a little little, little cooler in the morning for sure, so we'll bring the jackets, but uh, otherwise it's going to be a nice sunny weekend 
uh, at one of the most picturesque racetracks in the country. Yeah, that typically is has been the weather at Sonoma. You know, if we can avoid the the, the, the precipitation, you know, the, the temperatures tend to get into the upper 60s. It's just a little chilly. And, you know, depending on the wind, I'm sure the wind will pick up one of the days. You know, typically it's on Sunday when we're <laughs> right. trying to do podium and championships. And, <laughs> and it's kind of a chaotic uh, ending of a day. So, um, yeah, so typical Sonoma weather that uh, that to be expected minus the uh, precipitation. So obviously Sonoma Raceway, a very legendary track back in the day known as Sears Point. We're running on the cart track that is located uh, south of the track itself, up on, a, on the hill that overlooks the facility. Seven-tenths of a mile circuit. And again, one of the smoothest racetracks in all of uh, North American karting. Maybe the smoothest, actually. I'd, I'd be interested in talking to drivers who have been around the country. Twelve turns in total, including uh, what David is now an updated tic-tac-toe section of the track. Yeah, it was updated prior, prior to last year's trip to Sonoma, where it's not exactly a straight run through the tic-tac-toe section of the S's. Uh, the S's now are more defined. So it's a it's a right turn, a hard left turn, and then into the double rights for uh, going back up the hill and out of the uh, the helicopter pad section. So, <laughs> so what you're saying um, is it's not the right turn ramp right turn? <laughs> well, in a way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but both, you know, both, both really the right and left were ramps, you know, they would, they would jump over both curbs. (laughs) That's true. Uh, but mostly the left curb was kind of a straight curb. It's, it's very similar to what we see at, uh, at, you were just at Orlando, Yeah. you know, the United States pro card series, rock cup, USA, Florida winter tour and Supercards USA pro tour. All of them went to Orlando. It's very much like, you know, the, the S is coming into the last corner yeah, there. 10, 11, 12. It's very yeah. similar to what tic-tac-toe is, except in the in the opposite uh, turn. So you go in Sonoma, it's right, left, right, where uh, Orlando is left, right, left. True enough. Uh, again, so running the national layout with the updated tic-tac-toe. David, you had mentioned how many times the series has been here. Uh, over the 16 years, 12 times, a dozen times they visited, visited Sonoma. 2008, back-to-back in 10 and 11, a little bit of a break. Then 14, 2014, all the way to 2019. Of course, the break in 2020 for COVID. And then uh, 2020, oh, did they actually get the race done before COVID? Was the finale the week before? No, the, the, the finale was canceled. It was before, canceled. It indeed uh, was canceled. Okay. Yes, and then it of course, was, I think it was either two weeks. I think it was the end of March is when it was scheduled for. There you go. Okay. And to... obviously that did not happen. No, it did not happen. All right. Let's let's uh, let's have a look at the schedule as well. Obviously tra- on track Wednesday and Thursday on official practice. But uh, Andy says a little different approach when it comes to practice on Friday. Yeah, three eight-minute sessions to kind of set the tone for the day, and then you get an extra extended 12-minute session for round four, and then a hot pit uh, 17-minute session to wrap up the day. So it gives you an opportunity to come in, make changes. It's it's a great uh, uh, session to watch because you get to see what drivers and teams are doing in terms of changes and adjustments they're making uh, while they're trying to still hit a fast lap or at least be consistent uh, over the last run of the day. So again, the, the final hot pit run of the year because nobody else does it. That's uh, like that's it. the one challenge uh, uniqueness is uh, the hot pit on Friday at the end of the day. Saturday and Sunday rounds number five and six of a six round championship warm up in the morning, qualifying pre-finals and finals, 14 laps for the primary categories. 
11 laps for the drivers in the cadet classes, 20 lap main events, 16 laps for cadets. So again, back-to-back -back, uh, warm-up qualifying pre-final final days on both Saturday and Sunday. And uh, at the end of Sunday, we'll be able to figure out who the champions are. You never know. We may even lock somebody in before the end of Saturday as well. All right, time to go into our first break here, folks. When we get back, we'll have a look at the numbers uh, to see where we are pre-entry-wise heading into this uh, finale of the Challenge of the Americas. Go, go anywhere. David and I will be right back. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive Services, Cart preparation and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 
CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With Force Cycle Racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in brakes and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, episode 55 of our Outlap Preview podcast, the initial cog in our uh, trackside coverage. We're going to be going to the Challenge of the Americas finale in Sonoma this coming weekend and looking forward to, to getting at it here. Uh, looking at the by the numbers right now, David started the season off with 120, then Phoenix was 117, so very similar numbers. 100 pre-entries when we started this, uh, kind of putting things together here for this podcast, 100 pre-entries would not be surprised to see us get up to that 115, 120 mark. Exactly, yeah. So we we hit the triple digits, so that's the main goal. That's the first, obviously, uh, uh, benchmark that you want to hit for all three events. So that was done. Uh, and, and again, numbers are very similar. There's a little bit of drop off, um, in, in a couple of the categories, uh, but there is one category that increased and that's rock shifter. So we yeah. got 14. We knew, you know, going into Sonoma, you, you're going to get a boost there because shifters are, are big in Northern California. So it's good to see. Uh, I would expect to see more in the rock shifter masters class because it's at six right now, which is the lowest on the year. But you got to expect, you know, Nick George has been a walk up all season. So that hasn't factored in. Uh, and a couple others that, you know, again, they just had the Rock Sonoma uh, event last weekend. So you got to get through that and get prepared, you know, if survive that weekend <laughs> and and be ready to, for when the challenge comes. So I would expect to see probably, you know, that number to, to try and get up to double digits as well as the new OKN category. Uh, right now, sitting at eight, I would expect, you know, I know of already two walk-ups that aren't on the entry list. So we'll hit double digits and hopefully the the biggest field yet for the new category. Indeed. Uh, Mini Rock right now at seven. They were a high of 11 at Phoenix. Junior 100cc and senior 100cc have been the best so far. 32 at the first two runs uh, events in junior 100cc. 28 right now. So if we get four walk-ups, we're right there over 30 once again. Uh, senior 100cc, the biggest drop-off so far in terms of pre-entries at 29. Uh, Masters 100cc holding station at eight, kind of the eight drivers we've seen throughout the year. Uh, as David had mentioned, the shifter Masters category down to six. Rock shifter uh, senior at 14. Uh, OKN at eight. And we didn't get any rock shifter juniors. I think we hoped maybe we'd see somebody come out there and rock shifter junior. But David, just not going to happen again. We'll see if that class can get reset for potentially 2024. Yeah, that'll be the work over the next, you know, essentially eight months to get that category 
uh, some momentum if, if, it, if indeed racers and junior drivers want to be part of that program. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, again, just, uh, you know, un- unlike the OKN where people were excited and jumped in, uh, you know, knee deep, the, the rock, the rock shifter junior is not exactly the category that people are, are craving right now. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. We surprise for us. Obviously we, you know, we come from the days a couple of decades ago when the junior shifter ADCC category was massive. It produced some tremendous drivers who went on to become professional race drivers like oh. uh, Graham Ray Hall, like a James Hinchcliffe, right? Well, they're all moving cars already. I mean, they're not even that, on that, a cadet and they're in, in the open wheel cars. I mean, you're the, yeah. you're the uh, USF pro championships guy. You, you see what's probably yeah. the median age of that, that, you know, of those drivers in the USF juniors, you know, very, very true. I, again, you see drivers that stay in junior for a while. And that's, I think why, why they want to jump into the shifter junior category, but you're right. There are a lot of guys that are 13, 14, 15, uh, who, what, what we, we saw in 80 junior who are now working their way into cars. So it's, it's, it's definitely a change for sure. Uh, in when drivers are moving their way into big car racing. So you're right. We'll see whether or not that does get some traction. It'll probably take uh, a bunch of shops and team owners to say, hey, this is something we want and, and start getting going. And again, normally that's something that kind of would happen at the at the club levels as well, well I, David, right? And get that that's going. exactly what I was just going to bring up is there maybe this category is something they need to do at Rock Sonoma to, to kind of get things going. You know, there's not really a club in, in Tucson uh, Phoenix, there might be some opportunities there, you know, working with, you know, a number of the race teams are, are based in Phoenix, you know, yeah. you got ruthless, you have comp cart, uh, others that are down there and, and working with maybe, you know, the programs in Colorado, we know shifter cart racing was big in Colorado, you know, um, and, and, and then in the Pacific Northwest where Andy's based now, it, it's just getting that program at the club level, maybe not not focused on it at the challenge and, and introducing it to the club level, because then again, it's still an opportunity for these rock shifter engines to, to go somewhere. You know, yeah. right now it's either you race challenge, you race Florida winter tour, you race rock fest. There's a few clubs that, that recognize it and then, and then Vegas and that's it. So maybe the, maybe the club and regional level is a place for this rock shifter junior class. Turn up. There you have it, though, folks. 100 pre-entries coming into Sonoma. We'll uh, give you an update on, on walk-ups. That'll be, of course, one of the things we're, sh- we're sure to lead with in our Paddock Insider, which we'll start developing uh, when we get trackside on Friday. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to our next break. When we get back. We'll come back and, and dive into the look at the pre-entries and which drivers are lining things up for Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Master. There's a new hot button name in American safety equipment, Stilo USA. Every product with Stilo is focused on safety, comfort, and function. Stilo USA is happy to provide you with the proper safety apparel to keep you protected on the track, and their karting lineup is second to none. The ST5 KRT karting helmet is available for $599. Manufactured using a lightweight and extremely strong composite material, the KRT provides an excellent fit and comfort level due to its dual-density interior foam lining, and it's equipped with a symmetrical visor that offers excellent vision and an effortless central visor locking system. The ST5 CMR standard was developed jointly by the FIA Institute and Snell Memorial Foundation to ensure safer and lighter weight helmets for the younger carters. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels, lightweight construction, and the unparalleled field of vision. The perfect youth helmet is available for $549. Stilo didn't stop with their helmets either. The newly developed 
carbon curve rib protector is unlike any on the market with its form-fitting solution to offer superior protection. Head to stilohelmets.com to review these and many more products to keep you safe on the track. Stilo, any competition, one helmet. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the US, OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Toady Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Back at it here with episode 55 of our Outlap Preview Podcast. Rob Howden alongside David Coles. We're diving into our coverage of the Challenge of the Americas finale at Sonoma. David, we'll get started with things in Rock Shifter. And really only two drivers have been able to be on top of the box. And that has been Jacob Gulick and Macy Williams. They split the wins at Tucson. Gulick then uh, was able to, to, uh, to sweep the action, main event action at uh, Phoenix. It's a 61-point lead for Gulick over Williams coming in. Uh, we've got drivers like Ethan Boer, Henry Barton, and Tazio Otis, who are, are in the top five. But I think probably one of the cool stories is we're going to see Hunter Pickett making his first 2023 start. Yeah, kind of the first story is the championship. You know, you look, Gulick and Williams are only separated by, as you said, 61 points. So Williams is definitely going to have to uh, put the foot right in yep. Sonoma in order to be able to challenge Gulick with his three wins uh, so far. But, you know, the wild card will be Hunter Pickett, the former series champion, coming back to make his first start of the season at the challenge, uh, carrying the Red Army uh, at his home track of Sonoma. You know, he's going to be probably the benchmark going up against former teammate Jacob Gulick. Uh, so Williams has a lot, you know, if, if she can keep with Pickett and, and somehow get in between, you know, put Gulick behind her, 
throughout the weekend. That'll certainly help, you know, if if she's able to keep Gulick off the top of the podium, as as we, we got to assume Pickett's going to be kind of the benchmark and, and that driver to beat all weekend long. Um, so that that that'll kind of be the uh, it'll kind of be a three driver story uh, for much of the weekend as, you know, you have Boer and Barton and Otis racing for uh, the third spot on the championship podium. In the championship, yeah, of course. Some other drivers I think will be running for potential podiums in rounds five and six on Saturday and Sunday. Brian Keck, I think, got to watch for him. I'm looking forward to see what Preston Lambert will do. He actually drove my 2003 Track Magic Mamo Gidley shifter at Prairie City at the Track Magic Rally last year. But David, he's been doing some racing over in Europe as well for the Factory Sodi Car team. So I think uh, I'm really interested to see what pa- uh, Preston does this coming weekend. Yeah, he's been provided a ECAN driver diary for yeah. uh, his trips over in Europe. So we've been kind of been able to uh, to follow along with that. So, uh, yeah, so shifter shifter cart, something new for him. Uh, you know, he came up from KA100 Junior last year, now into the senior ranks race. OK, for the first time over in Europe, now racing the rock shifter for the first time here this weekend. So uh, that'll be uh, something to watch, but also. Don't count out Kevin Woods, uh, the multi-time <laughs> master champion uh, for the challenge, you know, racing at his home racetrack right now scheduled to compete in the senior category and not master. So uh, he, he does fairly well against the regulars uh, in the rock shifter category. You know, when you talk about Barton and, and a couple others that, you know, Brian Keck as well, too. So um, it, it could be it could be a busy front pack up front. You know, I, I'm going to say. You know, Do with we, the top five, with the top five challengers in the championship, uh, and then as we've said, Pickett and Woods, and and probably Keck for sure, and then we'll see what Lambert's able to do if he's able to put himself uh, towards the front of the field. What about a surprise Ron White entry? Would that happen? I I think that might happen. <laughs> that could happen. You know, it is home racetrack. He's got yeah. more help when he's at home, so he he could obviously pull somebody to kind of wrench on his cart while he's yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. To <laughs> it wouldn't see. shock me at all. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me at all because you know he's already testing there with with his drivers already. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that you know, again, that that could be another wild card in on the weekend as well. Uh, a, a significantly smaller uh, shifter rock masters category as we had mentioned early six pre entries, including the point leader uh, Jonathan Vitolo, Nick George, seventy eight points back in the championship fight. Uh, he has not entered yet. Neither has Pat Beckley, who has really been impressive uh, with a number of uh, podium finishes uh, on his GFC. He's 105 points back. So those are two drivers uh, that were at the first two races who aren't uh, entered into this finale. We hope to see them. Bill Piles uh, is sitting fourth in points. He is entered. Bud Grossenbacher, who was a winner at Phoenix, David, not entered either. So really right now, it looks like Jonathan Vitola is going to have the best opportunity to potentially run for this title. Yeah, you got to well, you got to expect Nick George to enter yeah. at track. That's you know he's done that the first two weekends, so not not too far. You know this is probably a closer racetrack for him compared to Phoenix and Tucson. So I got to expect him to be uh, there in Sonoma. You got to think there's going to be some other drivers. You got to think maybe a Patrick O'Neill, Jim Kidd, some other local drivers that are going to be entered. So there's going to be some players. Uh, in this to kind of, you know, maybe spoil Vitolo's chance at a title. Uh, but, you know, he's still got to put the work in over the next two rounds and, and on this weekend. And shocked that Bud, you know, not shocked, but uh, kind of upset. I thought, you know, talking with him after Phoenix, you know, may, there might be an opportunity for him to go to Sonoma and try and race there. But, uh, you know, with a new new child, probably yeah. <laughs> has it was a little busy 
right now at home. So probably hasn't uh, we'll, slept we'll, since either. Probably hasn't <laughs> slept since Phoenix either, too. So, uh, so we'll give him a break on that. But uh, yeah, you, I would think this is going to hit double digits with some local uh, pr- participation. And uh, so we'll see exactly who from the region does end up showing up for the challenge weekend. Cool to see a big contingent for the drivers from the Sodi carts as well, from, from the karting collective, right? You, you've got Tazio Otis, you got Seth Huntley running Sodi carts, lineup for Sodi carts in the, in the senior class. Then half of the current lineup for Masters is on Sodi carts as well, right? Andrew Waite, Samuel Gluss, and Tim Barber all on Sodi carts. So cool to see them. Kind of, you know, obviously, we've seen the, the karting collective and Sodi cart program there for a while, but the new one in, with the East, with PK Sports and Sodi Racing USA kind of stepping things up. Nice to see. Uh, a number of drivers running in the shifter cart category on those sorty carts. Yeah, with uh, with weight Barber and who's who's the other one? Samuel uh, Gluss. Gluss. Yeah, they're all new entries for the yeah. for the challenge, so they haven't been to the, any of the races so far. So that's good for the series, you know. And again, get new new blood, uh, new names into the uh, the masters category because for some reason this season it it ha- has dwindled. Uh, so it's good to see new names. Uh, and, and again, as you said, not a very familiar name with a Sodi cart brand. So another commercial break folks, when we come back, we're going to discuss OKN and mini rock. Stay with us more to come on this edition of the Outer lab. It's a multi-time world champion and it's a super cart USA super nationals winner. It is Sodi cart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the karting distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast, and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line, or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA Network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Motor mounts. They keep your engine attached to your chassis, right? The answer is, they're much more important than that. Your motor mount is critical in transferring 100% of the power from your engine through to your tires and the racetrack. You need this to get on the podium each and every time you race. Odenthal Racing Products is here for you, providing the best motor mounts on the karting market today, all designed to make sure you're using all the horsepower you pay for. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience in providing products with unmatched quality and value for our racing community. The Pro Series mount for two cycle engines, which is available in zero, five, and eight degree inclinations provides a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a minimum without adding too much weight to your setup. The four cycle easy set system is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability depending on your chassis and seat placement. 
To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, our ORP wedge clamps get the job done. And they feature a number of design updates to provide a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro style sizes. And now, Oluthal has also revolutionized the karting industry with its new EZGP camera mounting system. Designed to mount anywhere on your chassis with one or two cameras, the ORP EZGP camera mount is your solution to capture that onboard winning moment. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, proudly made in the USA. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market, but when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph, with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network and the Outlap, our 55th episode of the show, our preview of the upcoming challenge of the America's finale at Sonoma, which will take place this coming weekend. Uh, was it April what, 13th, 14th, 15th, 12th, 13th, 14th? No, it's 14th, 15th, 16th. 14th, 15th, 16th. I don't have my Today's the 11th, Rob. Wow, there's a lot going on. Uh, let's, start with, going on. let's start with the OKN category. This, of course, has been an interesting program, a bit of a bounty right now. Uh, I have been, I have been, I messaged Seth Nath. Nash today dropped him a text. Blake will be running for sure. Not a confirmation yet on Jesus. So you got to ruin Blake, my Nash. moment. I was going to say that. Didn't throw it out there. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean, to, didn't mean to take that away from you. I was just teasing you. I'm just teasing. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Well, Blake Nash will be there. That's awesome. He's been, uh, he's a three-time winner. Of course, Vasquez, the other winner as well. So no championship though. It was kind of a race by race program to get this thing built up. But, but the cool thing is David, Bunch of new names in OKN after having a pretty good start to this program, right? Well, let's keep on the Nash situation. Do that. Bounty. Let's let's talk about that. You know, Andy Saysman put out a bounty, five hundred dollars to any anyone who wins. Again, this is a different format too. That's something we forgot to talk about early on, and I forgot until I just started talking about it. We're here. Uh, (laughs) Again, I'm still on vacation mode. I'm I'm getting you are good for you. Eleven days away from the sport. Congratulations. I know it's it's very it's not it's rare. I did drive a ground a golf cart, so does that count? Well, you probably drove it off the trail. Well, you're on the grass anyway. So you spend most of your time in a cart there, there anyway. So I stayed out of the sand. I stayed well, out good. of the sand. Good for you. With the cart, not the yeah, ball. Not the ball. 
Let's get back to the topic here. Um, so, yeah, the OKN is going to do a, a format of three heat races and a main event. So no two finals uh, on the weekend at Sonoma. You know, Andy Saisman made that change to kind of follow the, C- the FIA format. And uh, and so that's going to be a unique part of this category yeah. for the weekend. But also the bounty, because it's a uh, it's five hundred dollars to win, but also a five hundred dollars if you can beat Seth Nash or, or Blake Nash. Blake Nash. Uh, but so that was kind of the stipulation is Nash had to be in the field. Well, he's not entered. But as you said, committed, committed to uh, to being there this weekend. I've got to think Jesus Vasquez is going to be there as well, too. Uh, didn't get a confirmation on that. But Andy Saisman is more than likely for sure that he'll be there uh, this weekend. So that, that's kind of the, the cool thing about that. So, um, essentially it's been Blake Nash to the driver to beat all throughout the first two weekends. So that, that'll be kind of the story to watch. But as you said, the new names coming into the field, that's going to be the fun part about, uh, this weekend. And that includes, uh, former series champions, uh, Billy Cleveland, along mm-hmm. with Derek Wang, two of the top masters drivers, not only in the USA, pro- probably around the world. Uh, Cleveland has a lot of uh, direct drive experience from back in what the nineties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, I was there. Uh, and uh, <laughs> former lay. Derek Wang again loves loves the idea of this OK and package. Uh, race was going to race Masters hundred CC, but a rib injury put him on the sideline. So he's slated to, uh, to just try his hand at this new OKN package. So that'll be cool to see the two veterans, uh, in this field and see how now, I mean, again, weight wise, they're probably going to be right there. They're probably kind of close to a, uh, you know, probably, probably maybe five pounds overweight is where I'm going to put them. So it, it's going to be cool to that's, see. That's raceable, which right? Is right where you want to be. Exactly. You got a couple drivers we've already seen in the season. In the season, Anthony Freese and Dustin Salavaria, both those drivers, I think, more local to to the Sonoma Raceway. So they're going to get a little more. Obviously, Blake Nash, Jesus Vasquez, Southern California drivers. So maybe it leans a little more towards Freese and Salavaria for knowing the racetrack. Then you get another driver who who knows the track extremely well, running for Alex Keys Racing, Kiriakosukas on the on the uh starting lineup for the category as well that's great yeah sukas kind of taking probably taking the spot of alex keys uh for the weekend you know we saw keys very competitive uh at phoenix not you know got kind of got over the hurdle lost some weight and got very competitive in, in phoenix but just wasn't quite able to pull it off there uh in the main events so that'll be cool to see sukas uh doing double duty i believe he's also racing 100 cc so that'll be a busy weekend for him because he hasn't yep. been to the challenge yet this year. So, uh, uh, and then also Dane Idelson, a new name to the OKN category, making his uh, challenge debut on the season. So, uh, some new names, and that's kind of the exciting part. And again, as we said, Nash will probably be there, and I'm assuming Vasquez will be there. So that will get us to the double digits again. And we'll see if maybe one or two more show up for for the weekend and. Maybe the debut of the Vortex engine as well, too, because that is now in the country and in the hands of, of some engine builders and, of course, Andy Saisman of the challenge. So yeah, we'll, we'll see if that makes its track debut. I'm pumped about that. I th- I really hope we get somebody to come out and play with, with that engine. I think that would be great to see, you know, I, to, to have them come out and, and get that, to get the other, the other engine package. I would love to see that. I think that's, uh, is that something you think we're going to see, David? Have you, have you got any intel whether or not it's going to be on a card or not? 
I'm assuming so. It'll be possibly on one. I'm not sure, not 100% sure on that, but what I've been told is that it could possibly be there. Um, You know, it could be on Derek Wang. Derek Wang could have uh, one of the Vortex engines. Um, Not sure about Billy Cleveland, uh, which engine package he's selected, but uh, it could be on both of them. All right. Interesting. All right. Let's move on to the the mini rock category. David, seven entries in total. We've had three different winners on the season. Gabriel Balog, Gabby Gadera, uh, Luca Popescu, all winners. Balog now with the point lead, but only 31 points over Braden Wagner. Popescu not that far back. He's 41 points back. Paxton Romero, 67 points back. And Cam Becker within 105 points. So a number of drivers obviously in the fight here. Becker is not yet on the entry list. We will see the return of a, a local driver, but uh, it'll be interesting. This championship definitely up for grabs in Mini Rock. Yeah, only 67 points separating the top four. And as we said, we almost had four different winners. You know, it was a, a penalty that took the victory away uh, from, uh, oh, sorry, I can't remember who it was. Uh, anyway, uh, so we almost had four different winners over the first four rounds. So that was kind of the exciting part. Oh, it was Ra- Wagner. That's who it was. Okay. So Wagner of the t- of the four drivers in the championship is is uh, has went has gone winless. And that was, uh, was that round four? along with Romero. Yeah, yeah round, round four, four on Sunday yeah. in Phoenix. So Wagner yeah. had a a jump start penalty jump take start away penalty, yeah. the uh, the victory for him. So that gave Belog his second. So God put him in the lead of the championship. But again, with 67 points separating the top four, anything can happen. It's going to make every single lap on the racetrack for this category uh, very crucial. It's kind of the same thing we saw last year. We I think we had six different drivers uh, in the championship hunt. This time we have four. Yeah, indeed. So Gabriel Belog, as we've talked about for sure, we talked about Braden Wagner, Paxton Romero, uh, with Popescu as well. And again, the driver I kind of teased out a little bit there, David, who's uh, a local driver, is very quick out of San Jose. <clears throat> Mateo Calderon coming back with Illuminos, knows this racetrack very well. This could be a good opportunity for him to, to stand in the spotlight on a big weekend. Yeah, and he's coming off victory at the Rock Sonoma weekend. So mm-hmm. that's definitely going to help the momentum. You know, being at the home racetrack that helps. So a lot of things are kind of pushing in his way. So don't don't be a, don't be surprised to see Calderon kind of leading the way for this group because again, a lot none of these drivers call Sonoma home. So that's yeah. kind of the one thing that uh, that uh, Calderon does have a, a, over uh, the four championship contenders and the rest of the field in the in, uh, on the weekend. All right, folks, time to cap things off. One more break. When we come back, we're going to dial things in with Senior 100cc, Junior, and Master 100cc. We'll wrap it all up after this break. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the 
GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shipper car drivers are at the front of the field in the GT14 frame, with the SS31 a consistent contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes utilizing the GFC RR5 cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with 28 years racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC. GFC, live your passion. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to episode 55 of our EKN Outlap, kicking off our coverage of this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas finale at Sonoma Raceway. Rob Howden here with David Cole. We'll be trackside uh, all weekend long. Looking forward to it. We'll have our ECAN trackside live coverage, streaming live audio from the event throughout the weekend on the ECAN radio network or on ecardingnews.com slash radio or ecardingnews.com slash live. Uh, Dave, we're going to jump into the 100cc categories, which have been very well supported throughout the season here on the challenge. 29 pre-entries coming in for senior 100cc. Three different winners on the season. One driver sweeping at Phoenix, although that driver not on the entry list right now. Uh, for uh, Sonoma. I'm speaking of Oliver Hodgson. Other winners, Chase Hand and Liam Letch, but it is Letch with the point lead over Josh Campbell by 36. Should be interesting to see whether or not those drivers actually show because right now Campbell not on the entry list at it. Yeah, that, I'm not quite sure. I can't remember if 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 Campbell was a, a walk-up at it, the other events. I don't think he was, so there could be uh, an opportunity there for Lech to get a little bit more of an advantage in the championship chase. Uh, 36 points. Campbell is behind. And then Timothy Corral, uh, 60 points back. So it could be a 60 point advantage going into the weekend based on if Campbell is a show or no show uh, on the weekend in terms of the championship chase. And you got Steven Isert there sitting in fourth, 68 points back. So still within it. 
uh, within a grasp and racing at his home racetrack. So that certainly helps as well. He was a winner there in the junior ranks over the last couple of years. So we know he can get the job done there. Um, and then uh, Lydia Small, not on the entry list as well. So she was only 72 points back. So uh, you know, again, depending on who shows up Friday, you know, Thursday and Friday, it'll kind of shape the, uh, the championship chase yeah. uh, for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Both Campbell and small were at the Scuzo winter nationals in Orlando and Campbell had a really good run. Uh, small was quick, but had some issues as well, but Campbell was on the, uh, in the top five, both, both days. So, uh, coming off some momentum there, I would love to see him be able to battle it out with Liam Lutz, but David, we, so we have three potentially not there in Hodgson, Campbell and small, but we are seeing three drivers that we haven't seen yet in the program, uh, which is great to see. And let's kind of go through them as well. Yeah, we already mentioned it with Kiriakis Sukis racing both OKN and the senior 100cc category. So Sukis will be there with Alex Keys Racing. Uh, Jordan Redland, the Canadian, coming down with VME Cart, going to make his 2023 debut. And also Hunter Kelly, another local uh, going to be racing with uh, Speed Sense, and uh, again another driver who knows this racetrack very well, uh, and could be a factor all weekend long. Yeah, I think you throw in other drivers like uh, Valentino Garbarino. We've seen kind of step things up. How about this one here? This now uh, yeah, I don't. I was going to wait on it, but no, let's jump right at it. Harley Keeble is on the entry list. Uh, the British driver, just 16 years of age, running with the Karting Collective, Sodi Racing USA program. Uh, runs for the factory Sony car team is actually going to be running KZ2 this year, but had a tremendous run at the, the Winter Nationals at the Scusa event in Orlando and was right up there battling it out with the likes of Joe Turney and Ryan Norberg and you name it, everybody coming kind of running up front. This is a driver I think that could come in here and potentially walk away with a couple of race wins. That's how good Harley Keeble is. This is definitely going to blow things wide open in terms of the 100cc category. Yeah, having an international flavor, that's certainly been one of the things we've seen at the challenge and always welcome. And if he does perform like he did in Orlando, again, a racetrack he'd never been to and is able to do that in Sonoma, you know, he could be he could be the driver to beat on the weekend. Yeah, I think that's definitely one to watch for sure. There's a number of drivers other in the field with a lot of experience as well. Ryan Piercing, Travis Varney, some of the other drivers we see in the 100cc category, Chris Martin. Uh, as well could step up. Just a really good lineup of drivers, David. And again, as we said, we're at 29 pre-entries. Man, you get some excitement here. Starts building it up. Numbers breed numbers. We could see, you know, 32, 34 if we got some guys that are still walk-ups. Yeah, I would expect to see some walk-ups in this category. Again, the, the being the biggest category, it helped numbers breed numbers. And, and so I would expect to see something uh, popping up or, or seeing the, uh, the numbers increase once we get trackside. Let's go to Junior 100cc, 28 pre-entries there. A couple of winners so far, Archer Eversman and a three-time winner, Nick Eggleston. Although even with those three wins, Nick's, Nick's Eggleston, David, 44 points behind Alexander Gonzalez, uh, basing on the on the consistency, ends up going P1. Gage Korn back in third, Eversman in fourth, and Spencer Smith rounding out the top five. Looks like it's probably down to maybe two or three drivers. Although Gage Korn, 135 points back, not on the entry list yet. Not on the entry list, but I did see on social media that he is preparing to be in All Sonoma right. this weekend. So, <laughs> uh, so expect to uh, to see him challenging for not only race wins and podium spots, but being part of the championship again. You know, 135 points back—it's a lot to make up. But again, you got two rounds of racing, and anything can happen in Sonoma. Uh, anybody else you want to look out for right now? I know you got a couple more notes of drivers coming in, making debuts, and seeing them back in the program. 
Yeah. Again, we talk about Sonoma being a home track for a lot of racers. One of them being Christian Cameron, uh, last year's junior champion, uh, coming back to the challenge weekend for or challenge program for the first time this season. Uh, you know, he's been racing with PSL karting, uh, over on the East coast and, and a number of events. And so he'll, uh, be racing with Alex keys racing this weekend aboard the, the Burrell art chassis. Uh, also the, uh, the debut in the category for Turner Brown, another, uh, driver who's been focused on the East coast side of things, uh, called Sonoma home and was among the, uh, the top drivers in that mini rock category last year. So he'll be making his challenge debut in the junior hundred CC class. Uh, other drivers, I think you'll look for here. Uh, GFC has got a good group of drivers, Keegan Kaminsky, Alex Rontalo, Nico Sarfati, all with a chance to, to be part of the, the battle. Ty Fisher, Running with Race Lab on the TB cart, I think uh, he's had he had a really rough weekend out at uh, Orlando at the Scusa race. So we'll be definitely looking to bounce back in a big way here. And another young driver for Nash Motorsports, she was uh, she had a really good run out at so much. I mean at uh, at Orlando showed good speed. That's Peyton Westcott. I think that she's she's running all these you know major events, nationals, top regionals, just to get a lot of experience. And I think the you know she's worked with Matt Johnson. I think that Peyton, there'll be a breakout weekend. She was uh, top five on pace at one point uh, at the at the Winter Nationals. This could be a good place for her to come out of the gate as well. Yeah, Westcott, Keegan Kaminsky. I think you just said Max Altman. Those are kind of names that were in champion or in podium contention or have finished on the podium uh, throughout the challenge already. So you got to expect to see them again. They're racing for race wins on the weekend. They're not even worried about points because they're. They're so far out of the championship it, chase, yeah. so that uh, that could could play into their fa- their favor on the weekend. All right, let's cap off this edition of the Outlap and, and wrap things up with Masters Hundred CC. Uh, you know, obviously the, the two drivers who have been kind of the ones to, to run up front all weekend long or all year long, Ian Kunches and Chris Mann. Uh, not surprising, they're separated by just twenty points in the battle. Daniel Jones back there and uh, ninety eight points back P three. Luke Tracy and Ron Schoonover over 140 back each, 142 for Tracy, 162 for Schoonover. But we do have another driver we haven't seen in a while coming out. That's David Pergandi, the Texan, coming back out to play. Yeah, normally a challenge regular was yeah. uh, kind of delayed getting back behind the wheel this season. Uh, he's already raced at USPKS and Texas Sprint Racing Series and, and showed some speed at both of those events. And he loves Sonoma. So, you know, was one of those drivers to challenge Kunchez last year. So maybe it could be again this year in, in his, again, a driver not racing for championship, uh, just racing for victory. So we'll see what uh, Pergande, what soft shell is able to do. On <laughs> we were up at Pat's Acres last year for uh, the, uh, the FTK promotions event there, the California Rock Championship that ironically taking place in Oregon. Uh, Pats, but Scott Fermanic did a great job up there with Speed Sense Motorsports, more of a, his home track here at Sonoma. So uh, I think he could obviously be part of the fight too if he dials things in quickly. And then I'll just give a shout out to my man, D-Fed, David Fedler for Forward Direction Motorsports running as well, which I was out there with the guys because uh, Masters 100cc, of course, one of my categories. So I wish I could be out there racing. I actually had a really good time running 100cc Masters a number of years ago. So uh, looking forward to seeing these guys get at it. Yeah, Fermanic hasn't been to a challenge race yet this season. Neither has Fedler. So this these will be this will be their uh, debut, uh, twenty twenty three debut. 
again, looking for some great racing. Sonoma always seems to provide. There's so many great overtaking opportunities at this racetrack. I love it. Love being there. Uh, just a great atmosphere, trackside, and, of course, looking forward to capping things off for this year's Challenge in America. Mid-60s, high-60s <laughs> works pretty good for me as well. Looking forward to uh, David what should be a great weekend. For those of you, again, uh, interested in what's happening on the weekend, you can listen live, ecardynews.com slash live. We'll be streaming on the ECAN Radio Network mobile app as well. You can always follow on all of our social media platforms. We'll use the hashtags ECAN at CODA. Hashtag Let's Rock and hashtag Sonoma. So look for those if you just want to find out what's going on tracks. Otherwise, David, we're back at the racetrack, man. We're going west. We're going to make a little In-N-Out Burger stop, uh, at least one, uh, after we get, out, you know, get get to the airport and get heading up to the track. And, man, just looking forward to another great weekend to cap off this year's challenge. The 16th season coming to a close for ah. Challenger of the Americas. And no better way to do it than in Sonoma. That's it. Sonoma Raceway, again, one of the most picturesque karting facilities in all of the sport. Folks, that wraps things up for this edition of The Outlap. We're going to have our full coverage, trackside live coverage, all the way through the weekend. Next week, of course, we'll cap it all off with the race report, the debrief podcast. Make sure to tune into that as well. If you're not subscribing to the ECAN Radio Network, do that. Get on your uh, mobile device and, and go to your favorite podcast platform. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the ECAN Radio Network and ecardingnews.com. But otherwise, that's going to cap things off here. David and I will start looking forward to packing up and heading to the airport. It's time to go. Cap off this year's challenge. On behalf of David Cole, folks, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.